Welcome to the So Verve Lounge, a podcast for modern entrepreneurs that focuses on digital marketing ecosystems for small businesses. Join your host, CEO and marketing director, Stephanie Rubio, as she brings you marketing tips with a shot of Cafe Con Dulce. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Sober Lounge. My name is Stephanie Rubio. I am the CEO and Marketing Director here at Sober Marketing Group, bringing you all the tea and all the deets with some of my favorite female entrepreneurs on a monthly basis. And this month's interviewee is someone who is so dear to my heart and has been a member of our community for so long. The beautiful, the talented Jasmine Smith. Jasmine, hi. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) She is the founder and CEO of Pure Communications and Company, or as we just simply know her as the CEO of PureCom. That is just the way that I've always known her on the internet. And PureCom is a boutique digital marketing and communications firm located in Washington, D.C., but you're servicing, um, you have clients worldwide, you have clients within the U.S., correct, Jasmine? I do. I do have clients in the U.S. Um, I would love to do go like international, but right now located to U.S. territories. Nice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> nice. So tell us a little bit about you, how you got started in business for all of those who do not know you. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> um, well, hello, everyone. I'm so happy to be here. Um, like you mentioned, my name is Jasmine Smith. I am the founder and CEO of PureCom. Um, I got started roughly about five years ago. I kind of took it more seriously in 2018 um, and have been working with clients on various projects, but specifically with social media marketing, digital marketing efforts, website and content development. And so I help and create strategies for small business owners to show up on the online space in an organic and a very authentic way. Um, and help them cut through the noise to their audience and help them feel confident to show up online. Because um, I think a lot of people feel like it's just too busy and it's too much, but there's a space for everyone at the table. And I firmly believe that. So I hope businesses and business owners really show up in a way that makes sense for them, their brand and their audience. I love that. I love that. I want to kind of um, chat a little bit about what that looks like as a marketer in this space from the organic standpoint? Do you see it being a little bit of a push and pull specifically now with algorithms sort of changing? What what does that look like for you and your clients? Uh, It looks like me calming down a lot of people. I think when I hear the word, word algorithm now, people get so scared of of Instagram and Facebook, and it's always changing, it's ever evolving, and then you layer in TikTok, and there's more video. And so um, I think it's important for people to understand the power of being adaptive and understanding that strategy just means plan, but you have to be able to pivot. And so currently in, you know, 2021, when this is being recorded, it looks like understanding where you fit but not but being okay with not having to be everywhere you know some some businesses it doesn't make sense to be on TikTok some businesses it doesn't make sense to be on Twitter so I think a lot of people and I walk through a lot of times helping people to see you don't have to be everywhere to feel like you're showing up I would rather you be consistent and show up in one to two platforms and be strong and confident and create good valuable content in that way versus having yourself everywhere and then you can't manage it you can't keep up with it especially if you're a solopreneur um and then having the 
the feeling of defeat because now you're overworked, you're burnt out and you're not meeting any goals because you're too, you're in too many places at once. So a lot of the work I do now is helping people see what platforms they need to be on and how to maximize that and then creating content that um, fits the algorithm, quote unquote, but also is still authentic to them. Like if you're not a video person, I don't expect you to put yourself in front of a camera, but I do expect you to incorporate video in your efforts. So that might be you recording behind the scenes. That might be you getting videos and testimonials. It doesn't have to be your face, but we need to incorporate the actual tactic, even though it might not look the same way as other influencers or content creators and business owners are utilizing it. And I love that. Now, one of the things that I have seen you, this, there's, there's been an evolution within your brand and I want to take it a little bit into your personal brand too, because from a personal brand standpoint, um, you know, a lot of people don't, may not know this, right. That follow only the business and, and that trajectory is that you have sort of over the last two or three years become a influencer on YouTube. Okay. You're killing the influencer game here. And I want to say you're bringing something to the table that I love so much. And it's the concept of black girl magic and being unapologetic about this luxury lifestyle and this essence, and just kind of walking in that super unapologetic. I love that so much. Talk to us about what, what made you decide to go to YouTube? <laughs> Listen, that was nothing but God because I had been avoiding YouTube. I, I think somewhere in 2014 or 2015, I did a poll on Instagram stories. I was like, should I create a YouTube channel? And I got a lot of yeses, but I was like, there's no way. Like, no, I don't. I'm not. No, I'm okay. Thanks for no things. I'm a selfie girl only. I'm not into this. Um, and I, you know, in light of the pandemic last year, I was extremely burnt out by my full-time job. So I do work a full-time and I run a, I'm very much all over the place in a good way, but, um, I was so burnt out and I just wanted to create that and it didn't feel like work. And so I love makeup. I love beauty. And, you know, as you mentioned, I love luxury. So I was like, ah, okay. And I remember, um, what really pushed me was I was, at home and I was watching a sermon, a worship series, and I just felt the presence of God. And it was just like, look, you got to do this. And not even for you, but you don't even know the people that might come on this channel who need to see this. So don't Mm -hmm. do it for you, do it for the person that you don't even know is coming. And so I had that impression heavy on my heart. So I spent a week just researching and watching and binging YouTube and I love YouTube. So it was easy to transition onto the platform. And then I was like, okay, I'm gonna launch it. And I think what that really showed me is, is it's so important to just do um, and done is better than perfect. So really without the, the camera, like even today, I still film on my iPhone. Like I'm very much not heavy in tech and I don't have a lot of things, but what I do have, I try to make the most of it. And just seeing the success that's brought me so far and um, working with campaigns and getting working with brands in, in some capacity has it astounded me. And I, you know, we talked about this before we started recording, but I, I really feel like this is just the beginning. And so it was a Sunday morning and Laura was like, go ahead, girl. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. And, and it's fabulous to see. And so in this concept of, I, I kind of like to identify it as a mindful luxury too, yeah. because it's not this overboard, you know, uh, labels on everything. 
but mm-hmm. it's very authentic and it could be like, and this is how I perceive the brand, right? It could be like, I remember you had on recently this like, it, it's it's like a mango red sort of strappy, like flowy dress, Hardly. right? Mm-hmm. You know, the one. Mm-hmm. And then you just, I think you had on box this beautiful leopard little handbag. And I thought, right away I don't even know if you wore it with that outfit but I'm like oh that's gonna go so good with that one dress that she wore the other day but it's like <laughs> it's like this about that it will go good with that right? right so and I thought to myself I'm like you know it's it's just throwing on like a little maxi from Target but then you have this really gorgeous statement piece that's that's label um is, is this something that that fascinates you to see maybe other CEOs and other influencers maybe kind of just identifying a little bit of their potential in this way? Absolutely. I, I don't know what triggered inside of me, but I, I, I think a lot of us, especially because of the pandemic, life is so short and we deserve nice things. And you know, nice is relative. So for me, nice is I deserve Chick-fil-A every day if I want Chick-fil-A every day. I deserve um, to have a high-end purse and a $20 dress. I deserve to have whatever that looks like. So I just feel like it's balanced. And I think it's important for business owners to be okay with splurging, quote unquote, but really just if you love it, wear it. If you like it, buy it. Like I just, I think we're, I don't want anyone to feel like they have to be in a box around how a CEO looks. Um, and I was actually talking about this to someone else. And when I have client meetings, you'll catch me in a, a Yankees hat, a t-shirt, jeans, and maybe some heels. Like I'm very much in, like, there's just certain personas that I, I feel like I have that are, um, not the stereotypical button up, but I may never wear a power suit, but I will come to this meeting and conduct business mm-hmm. as a boss lady. Um, and I might have a Yankee hat on, or I might have one this target dress and a, and a bomb part. Like, so I just, I do think it's important for, um, business owners and CEOs, especially women. I think we are always fighting to close a gap. We're always carrying the team on our back. We're always putting the world on our shoulders and that is exhausting, um, especially as a person of color, that is exhausting. And I deserve nice things. If I'm going to carry in, in the weight of the world on my back, let me carry it with a, with a handbag. Let me carry it with a label or design. Like, let me do that the way I want to do it, you know? So I love that. Yeah. I love that quote. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> So, um, and you know, one of the things too, that I have noticed about you and your brand that there's there's an aspect of teaching that um, even even I know I d- I dap into a little bit of teaching myself here locally, but you have been very on the forefront also of teaching different communities, whether it's virtual, local, um, from the beginning. I think it was just part of you know how you have continued to evolve the brand is. Is this something that you recommend that you see, okay, this has been beneficial? Do you find that as an agency owner, more of us should be teaching more in, in spaces like this? That's a great question. I, I hands down think so. I think what I've noticed about, especially with marketers um, and really between you know 2015 up until now, there's this wave of entrepreneurs and womanpreneurs. And I, I kind of felt like, and it really bothers me when I see people share um, very surface level information and um, 
I think we could go deeper. And I, I really want our audiences as they engage with us to not, yes, take the three tips on how to do that. Sure, that's still important. But what's more important is the how, the why, the what. I, I just really want things to be accessible. And I think it's only by ex- education where we find, we close those access gaps. So for example, I know for a while, everyone who was in the entrepreneurial space was like, how to grow six figures, but they would give you three surface level tips. And it's like, that's not telling me how to really maximize or scale my business. Like we always say things like be consistent. And we always say things like create value. And we always say these, these industry terms, but if I'm a business owner and I have no marketing experience, I don't know what that means. And if I can't afford to hire a marketer, I need to figure this out. So can you, in layman's terms, what does that mean to bring value? Well, then let's go deeper. We need to understand your, your value statement, your mission, who you like, we got to go deeper. And it, it just, it's a, I guess it's a passion. I didn't realize how passionate I was until I said it like this, but mm-hmm. um, it's so important to just sh- share the information, you know, lift as we climb. And I think if we can't, if we feel like we need to withhold information for someone to buy from us, it's sneaky. And I don't think that's a good example of integrity. So I'm at this point, I'd rather share everything with you. And if you choose to work with me, that is that, you know, what you're getting versus me having to kind of bait you and bait and switch you for a sale. Like the money isn't that important. What I want you to walk away with is foundation and tools and systems and structure and understanding the industry. If you're not a marketer and going deeper into the industry, if you are a marketer, like We got to make it just plain for people because no one has the time or the energy to just constantly go from person to person or Google everything when they could just ask the person they they actually trust. And I really think that's so important. I don't think enough people are doing that. And it bothers me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, like I said, it's something that we do a lot. I feel like whether it's like locally um, and things of that nature, but I feel like just even in the online space, I feel like the webinar has died or maybe I I haven't even heard of people doing webinars anymore. And then when they do, it's very, you know, high ticket targeted. Mm -hmm. And then there's, there's a a close, but these like masterminds or these webinars, I'm I'm wondering where they've gone. And so that's Mm -hmm. because that's something that I've seen you do often um, in your local space. Um, I wanted to know kind of like what your thoughts were on that. Now, in 2020, there was a pivot. I feel like you kind of went through a pivot. I think all of us went through some form of a pivot. Yeah. What was that for you? Like, what was the biggest pivot that you experienced into, you know, going into the pandemic and kind of like in, in the thick of things and then now going, coming out of it? That's a good question. Oh, wow. Um, going into the pandemic, I think I relied heavily on certain services that I offered and I didn't properly invest in all the things I wanted to offer and I'll be honest I'm still even coming out of this space I'm still refining and rethinking and retooling the different offerings but I when I realized what I no longer want to do I think the burnout in COVID really showed me I don't ever want to touch this again I don't care what how much money I'm never doing this again so I quickly learned what I like and what I don't like and um what I was making a lot of money off of, I was like, I don't want to do this. And if I do decide to do, I need to pivot the way I'm doing it. So um, I think it was that aspect. I think the second thing would be realizing how how um, many businesses fell because of COVID. And a lot of, a lot of them 
weren't properly prepared digitally to take their business on the online space. So if you're a brick and mortar, but you have one Facebook page you haven't updated in three months, but you know, now you're in the middle of a pandemic and people want to, they want to shop small, they want to shop local. You are not, you're not properly set up to receive business. And if you are, it's, you're probably, you know, spinning wheels trying to make it happen. So I realized that, and now coming out of it, I'm just thinking and retooling, okay, what are tangible, um, guides or downloads or tools I can give people that if they, you know, if they can't work with me one-on-one, if they can't access me that way, I just want thing, I want them to have resources. And so, um, and, and resources that aren't dense or shallow, like I want you to really know and learn and operate through your business if you can't hire a marketer to come on board. So I think coming out of it, I've been really thinking holistically, okay, what services am I going to continue to offer? And out of those services, what products could come out of that as resources, guides, maybe downloads, maybe VIP days? Like what, how can I really help get inside the minds and then give people where they walk away from me feeling confident, comfortable, and um, prepared to run their marketing um, for their businesses without me or with me? Great. A lot of work. <laughs> and no, no, it is. It is a lot of work. Um, I just think that going into it, um, I feel like us, a lot of our us marketers, we felt very confident. And I feel like, you know, I've said this before, we felt very validated in a lot of the conversations that we've had with community members. Like you have to be online, you have to have a presence, you have to have this in a row and that duck. But I want to say that for us, because we are already, a lot of us are working from home, our offices are here or headquarters or in our homes, right? Hello, the whole 10 by 10 space. Um, you know, I do have a corner office because that is the the one window. That's this I one always... wall behind me. And okay. I'm like, this is it. And we're good. <laughs> right. And so um, but I think all a lot of us experience the burnout. A yeah. lot of us experience the burnout because we are so integrated in the doing. Mm-hmm. And then you have, because I had an influx of people that I, I had to say, well, you, you're going to have to go on a, on some wait list, you know? Yeah. And, and sure, like I have a, a wait list for some one-off services, but what about these retainers? Like, I, how do I put somebody on a wait list retainer? How does that work? Right. <laughs> right? And so, yes. yeah. And then if like, if I don't have the space, like, so I think we became more aware of maybe like the holes in the, in the plan that we also as marketers, I think needed to identify. So in your teaching experience, and because I I do consider you a teacher too, what do you, what do you say to someone that says now in 2021, you know, right now, a lot of people don't want to go back to work, want to <laughs> hang that hat, which cool beans, yes, competition super thick now, because there's a lot of people that are doing marketing and branding, advertising coming off of corporate. What do you say to someone that says, I don't want to go back to work and I want to start an agency right now in 2021? Ooh. What is the, give me three, the Ooh. top three best advice <laughs> tips that you would give this person. <laughs> the first, I feel like the first question, are you sure? <laughs> um, but God, if I had to give them tips, oh geez. And I'm, I'm actually learning this. These are definitely one of my, my failed mistakes, but if you are looking to start something for yourself, um, the first thing that I would recommend that I did not do that I'm, I'm kind of backlogging and trying to re go backwards now is 
create the systems first. I think I, like you mentioned, you know, we're in the day to day. So I said, oh, I can help you with social media. And then I just started getting clients, but I had, I didn't document processes. I didn't create structure. I winged this thing and DIY'd it until like the LLC was filed. So um, definitely begin to think process oriented versus just always solution oriented. And I'm I'm a little bit of both, but I'm now realizing the importance of the processes and the systems prior to even getting the clients um, and what that journey looks like. So even now when you're getting clients, okay, they want to work with you. Do you send them a proposal? Is it invoice first? Do you create like an onboarding kit? Do they get a welcome letter? Like what are things that for their experience that they get, how do you close the, how do you close them out if you know they're no longer working with you? And so I would definitely say systems and processes first. Um, then secondly, I would probably say figure out and maybe niche down. Marketing is very wide. And I think we, I think what also adds to some of my frustration is when you go on social media, everyone's a branding strategist, everyone's a marketing strategist, everyone's an IG strategist. And at the end of the day, while I love social media and I work specifically in social media, we don't own these platforms. So how are you going to take people from social to your website that you own or your email list that you own? Um, because I even think maybe last year or in 2019, Instagram was down, Twitter was down and people were like going crazy. But if you had an email list and a website, you can be offline for a couple of hours and it wouldn't affect you. So what, how can you get people back to what you own? Because as much as we put so much stock in these platforms, they own those things and we don't. Um, so I would definitely say that. And then I think the last thing I'll probably recommend is after you create the systems, after you kind of niche down in the type of marketing that you want to service you want to offer, I really, and I'm currently going through this, is really create an experience. And I, I honestly think you do this incredibly well. I think I, I follow you on Instagram. I see your website. I get the emails and everything is just so in, in sync. And I'm like, how does she do this I am not there yet how is she how is she doing this and God send someone like her to me like I need this but um it's very succinct and I think it's just so cohesive and I think if I if I find you on Instagram or if I happen to be on your email list or I happen to go to your website um I don't see the loops I don't see the holes and I think that's something that we as all in the industry should understand like the customer experience from their social media to your website, from your their website to your email list, from your email list to the sale, what experience do you want them to have? Because I'll be honest, you know, when I first started out in this game, I've, I'm sure I like pissed off. I don't know if I can say that, but I'm sure I pissed off clients before. Like I know I've had hard conversations and I've let people down. And I made mistakes because I didn't think of their experience. I was just like, pay me, I'll do the work, whatever but I didn't take into consideration the complete experience from start to finish. And I think that's so, so important now. Um, and so I'm even kind of walking backwards just to kind of relaunch forward in, in a lot of those areas too. So those are probably the top three things that, that I share with that. Yeah, definitely. And you will always continue to refine that experience. Mm -hmm. I mean, coming off of 2020, there were situations that I got myself into because you see so many small business owners like needing the help and yeah. then coming out of it super burnt out. Um, I mean, I took a I took a break from creating content for about 10 months. I was set up for it. I had a strategy, you know, you know, I had I had the bottom line, could handle that. But um it's hard. And then I and then I crashed. I was like, wait a minute, everybody else is happy, but 
I'm over here working. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. everybody was like on Netflix and, yes. you know, and not, not everybody, but the majority of my friends were, were just like, you know, dealing with teaching their kids at home and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was just so stressed too. I think, um, I think the experience is something that is always redefined. I think yeah. as you continue, you always will. Um, so we, so, so with, with, just to kind of put some, some, some kind of clarity here, as you now then move out of 2020, you've moved out of 2020, you're, you're coming into this new space. Where do you see pure calm now? Cause I know you're, you're working on some new things. I know you've hired some folks. So how, how does this look like for you then into the new year coming up? Cause it's only six uh, months away. I know. I'm like, God, how do we get here? <laughs> I cannot believe that we're halfway through 2021. It honestly does not feel real at all. Um, that is a great question. So I, I am actively currently constantly keeping that in prayer. But what I do think that I kind of visualize this going, I, um, I really want PureCom to be a space where I and my team, we, we, we create quality content. We create quality strategy. Like I really want to pivot from a lot of the execution work that I do as just the main person on the company and move into more towards strategic conversations, larger projects. I would love to do more corporate um, work and, and really continue teaching. I love the, te- the workshops that I teach. I would like to do workshops outside of the classes that I teach and just create curriculum or create some type of um, activity and guides that we talked about earlier. I think PureCom has the power to be a leading force in the area, if not throughout the U.S. I will honestly tell you that scares the crap out of me. So I am just like mentally trying to unlearn and relearn mindset shifts on receiving these big opportunities that might come. And so um because I think too, like last year in the middle of the pandemic, I got to work on Xfinity gospel, like vote one voice, one vote. And like, that's huge. Yeah. However, I, I would love to do more of that, but I think I just mentally needed to shift to receive that, if that makes sense. So, um, yeah, I see courses and, and VIP days and in conferences. I would love to host a conference so bad. Um, I visualize thousands and people just coming in and really understanding marketing but I want to have friends who study business and I want I want a holistic approach to how to run an agency or how to have a successful business post-COVID I think that's a big thing now it's like the new normal is the new normal there is no returning we're we're here and we're not you know people are trying to people are in space right now and we're thinking about old times so like we have to quickly adapt and pivot and I want to just have successful businesses I want people to have multiple streams of income. I want women and people of color, um, especially Afro-Latinos, especially Black women, especially Black men, especially um, Brown people to create wealth and last and legacy. And so however PureCom can touch that, like that's that's the goal, that's the vision that that I feel like right now I have for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And I know we've talked privately about what this could potentially look like for you. And I, the vision it's, it's kind of, and it has happened to me too, where people have said, Oh, I see you doing this. And then 
two three years ago I would have been like yeah right but then <laughs> it had because people sometimes see a vision yeah. and uh but I think that that the route that you're taking um because sometimes when we go too fast on certain things, we don't have time to pump yeah. the brakes when we need to and say, wait, I have to, you know, re regroup and reorganize. Um, I think that becomes harder. I think you end up spending more money. I think there's a lot more that goes into it. Whereas you're taking your time. And I love, love, love dearly the word holistic in there. Um, uh, you know, I've been in, in podcast interviews all day today, for example, and um, I've heard that word pop up today uh so much really? uh, yeah i'm looking at i'm looking for the date and the time <laughs> so write that date and find out yeah. i've heard i've heard this word pop up a lot lately i think i think people just kind of want to strip down the extras and we we kind of want to go back to the basics right i think so absolutely and i think that's something that um i had tweeted this earlier today as i was leaving chick-fil-a for lunch because i love chick-fil-a but um <laughs> i want a life of ease I think it's really important to me as someone that has experienced burnout from corporate burnout, trying to juggle and manage everything and, you know, um, juggling like my personal brand stuff and home and family and friends and social life and trying to eat healthy, trying to work out, trying to get eight hours of sleep, trying to water my plants, making sure I grocery shop, all the responsibilities of life, I think. I want to live a life that is ease. And I think the way to do that and how to aspire that is to learn, you know, what, like you said, holistically, how do I create a, a balance between work and all the things? But how do I have clients that can, because most of the clients that I have always come to me when they're overwhelmed and they feel stressed because they, they know they need to be on social media. They just don't know how to show up. So how do I create ease for them? And I think that's where my mindset has been a lot lately is just, ease and grace and purpose and peace and no headaches and just no drama and just simple like simplicity how do we get back to like you said the basics where life was like I want to live a childlike life I want to have fun and and have recess and swing on the swing sets I just want all of us um, especially after coming out of COVID where we saw the way our mental health have been impacted our physical health has been impacted burnout people, you know, are in, cooped up in the house and they don't even like the people that they are in the house with. Like, how do we create a life of luxury and leisure, ease and accessibility and peace, but be purposeful? Like how, what does that look like? What is that recipe? Let's get the ingredients. Let's get in the kitchen. Let's cook it up. And let's, because you can literally have a life like that. And that's yeah. a life worth living. And I think that's just so important right now. Um, at least for me, like, I'm, absolutely. I'm um, I don't know if you follow, uh, Rita Olds on Instagram. Rita's a dear friend of the, of the podcast and the community. She's a, a copywriter and Rita, um, posts a lot on the concept of black girl joy Ooh. and just having joy and in the little things, you know <laughs> what I mean? Just, uh, you know, just a, a Saturday afternoon of leisure and, yes. uh, you know, brunching on Sunday, like we are allowed that. Okay. Yes. Um, and so, and, and this sounds so like that. I love this. So, um, wrote some things down here for you, but, um, I want to <laughs> then ask you, I want to then ask you, you know, in, in closing this question, it's, it's an, it's a question that I always ask. I think it's a question that sometimes we have to often ask ourselves, um, because I think there's, there's a teachable moment in that is looking back, 
So let's go back, not too, too far back. Let's go back oh, to maybe boy. five years, five oh, years boy. ago. I know that's how long we've known each other. So five years, um, what would, what would you tell yourself? You know, what would you tell her five years ago, you're sitting down with you and, and you're having a cup of coffee and you're thinking, let me unpack some things. Sis. Mm. <laughs> what would you tell yourself? Ooh. What lessons, what, what is the big, what has been the biggest lessons? What, what would you say about the journey to her? Oh, I was not ready for this emotional roller coaster of a question. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Five years of oh five. Oh gosh. Uh, I would say I would hug her. I would bear hug her and hold her and just allow her to cry in my arms for however long she needed. Um, but after that, I think I would say it. It is absolutely okay to set boundaries and force boundaries and be okay to walk away from anyone that doesn't respect them. I would also say you are going to fail fast and fail forward many, many, many times, and that's okay. I would say you are beautiful and confident and amazing and you have areas to work on and improve on, but baby girl, you are doing, an, you're doing a great job. You're doing amazing. And, um, you have an incredible support system, uh, with family and friends and internet friends, um, who love you and champion you. And not many people can say that they have a wealth of people who adore and love them. And that, you know, don't take that for granted, but really sit in that, like you can sit in, in love you can sit in um being adored and it's a reflection in a heart for how god feels about you and you are worthy of great things you deserve luxury you deserve nice things you have to work hard for it you have to be okay with the journey and the process you have to be okay with not not everyone liking you you have to be okay with not everyone um being your friend or being your client, it's okay to say no, it's a complete sentence. You are allowed and you are entitled to create a life of um, that you desire. You are entitled to demand high quality friends and family and friendships and work and in environments. You are allowed to remove yourself from toxic environments. You are allowed to sit at home and do nothing. You are allowed to eat the cake. You are allowed to go to the gym if you want to. You are allowed to not go to the gym. You are allowed and you are allowed to do whatever you want to do because you are the master of your ship. You are in control of your life and you are healthy. You are whole. You are happy. You are blessed. You are fortunate. Um, you are favored. You will, you will have opportunities that many people will not get. And there will be door, there will be doors that will open for you that you have to walk through, um, and just make sure you leave the door open for someone else and pass it forward, pay it forward, love people, love God, love hard, um, and enjoy enjoy it and soak it up, soak it in. It's fun. the The journey is fun. It's not always easy, but it can come with ease, and it's a sweet spot to be in when you are wholly comfortably. Um, and a hundred percent invested in yourself in all ways, in all things, in all spaces, you prioritize you 
focus on the things and promises of God and you will be blessed hands down that was deep I didn't mean to get that, that was a lot I feel like you that question took a lot from me I need to like journal after. no because you know what it is because um I did an exercise um the power sheets the power sheets Ooh, exercise yeah. so this was 2019 going into 2020 mm-hmm. I mean I, I I went in girl I went in in December uh, uh I was doing December 2019 and I knew there was going to be well I felt there was going to be a little bit of a, a recession so I was like jotting down how I was gonna do this and <laughs> oh I, I went through my power sheet exercises so excited Little did we know, right? But there was a question in there um, that said, where were you 10 years ago? Wow. Like what ha- what has transpired in the last 10 years? What growth, mm. you know, what do you, st- where do you still need to grow? I mean, that exercise, I was like blown away because we don't always see it. Yeah, we We don't don't always see it. We don't see the progression. We're so hard on ourselves. We're not there yet. And then, I mean, we say it, right? We say it in in tweets. We say it on, on, on status updates. Oh, I got now the things I prayed for. Like Mm -hmm. we say it so loosely, but man, do we have now things, not all the things, things that we have truly like been on our knees in prayer for. And so I feel like the question, listen, the question's key. The question is key. I think we need to ask ourselves this question more often, especially as CEOs, because we go through a roller coaster out here. We do. And I think, you know, the days it's a, what's that quote, you know, the days are long, the years are short, like where I, I had a vision for PureCom in 2016, 2014, 2015, coming out of college, just being like, well, I, I like agency life, but I know people can't afford agency. So how can I like bridge the gap between like the Ogilvy's and the small business owner who, who don't have the budget? Like that was, I just was trying to help people. And, um, I, you get the emotional roller coaster you go through as an entrepreneur or someone that's juggling a nine to five in a business. Um, you only see the negative, like even in our conversation, I only remember the disappointments of I let people down or I under delivered and over promised and I got to retract statements and I, you want your money back, but I kind of already spent your money. Like, like those things happen and you only see that. And so I think it's such an important and very, very reflective question. And I'm, I'm glad you asked. I did not prepare to get that deep, but I think it's just so you really don't focus on the journey or you don't, you don't see all the positives and it's some, it's things like this and questions like this that help you take a step back and say, you know, I, I'm kind of the, I'm kind of the, I'm kind of the stuff. Like I'm, I might not be perfect, but like, I'm kind of doing my thing. I'm kind of doing my thing. And you, you need that motivation because it, it can be, it can feel very lonely. It can be very lonely. And if you don't have community, or friends that are that kind of get it they don't have like they don't they just get a little bit of it it is a very exhaustive and long journey and um yeah it's so important to reflect the good the bad and the ugly but the good like don't forget the good absolutely absolutely well jasmine thank you so much for just chatting with me um you're going to find Jasmine's entire repertoire of links, where you can find her, where you can subscribe to her channel. All the links are going to be in the show notes. And um, just in closing, just go ahead and let people know how they can get in touch with you from, um, if they want to work with you, where do they go? 
Sure. So um, first, thank you so much for having me. I tell you this all the time, but this was absolutely so much fun and I am honored. <laughs> um, but yes, how you can reach me. So um, my business social, um, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram is at purecomco. So P-U-R-E-C-O-M-M-C-O. Um, and my website is purecomco.com. I know there's a lot of C's in there, but purecomco.com. Um, and then my personal Instagram and Twitter is at jkatrinasmith. So J-K-A-T-R-I-N-A Smith, S-M-I-T-H. Follow me, follow back. I would love to work with you guys on social media, digital marketing, content development, however you need me. Um, but yeah, that's that's me in a nutshell. So yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. If you have any questions uh, regarding anything that we covered, um, definitely check us out on social. You can reach me at my personal at Stephanie V Rubio. That's on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can also follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at the Silver account. That's underscore S-O-V-E-R-V-E. And I will chat with you next week. Bye.